Father, in Jesus' name, as we approach the Word of God, we do it reverently. We approach the Word of God with a burning hunger in our hearts. Father, we intend to learn more and more and more and go from glory to glory to glory to glory. We want to drink that finite air in which our Master lives on a regular basis. We believe this night that the Spirit of God will lift us up higher and higher as we learn more of your Word. So, Father, we thank you tonight for revelation. We thank you for what you're doing in our midst. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Hallelujah. You can be seated. Turn to 2 Chronicles, the fifth chapter, 11th verse. Praise you the Lord. Now, we are teaching last Sunday night, this Sunday night, and next Sunday night on praying down the glory. Praying the Lord Jesus Christ into manifestation. Praying until Jesus manifests himself through the Spirit of God. Right now. Now this prayer that we're talking about and receiving healing is usually for desperate measures. When someone's in desperate straits, when they're on a deathbed and cannot receive on their own. Are you listening to me? Or has not been able to receive? Maybe they know faith. Maybe they know some of these things. But I'll tell you what, sometimes when pain's in your body to the point you can't take hold to it by yourself, that's when you need help. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. So, we're teaching on this because we know that early day Pentecostal people knew something about praying the glory down. I don't, I'm not around them that much now, and those that I talk to in the latter generations know nothing of what I'm talking about. When I asked about how do you pray the glory down, they don't understand what I'm saying. So it's a danger that we would lose that part that's been put into the body of Christ and knowing how to do this. Can you say amen? amen. Praise be unto God. Praise God. When we're talking about praying the glory down, we're talking about praying and getting results right now. We're not talking about the prayer of faith. We're not talking about the prayer of agreement. We're talking about praying the glory of God down. Now, when the glory of God is prayed down, you will always know it right then. You will know it. See, he said... Talked about Jesus, he dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. What was his glory? The glory of the only begotten of the Father, healing, deliverance. We beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And the next verse said, and John bear witness. I'm telling you, when the glory falls, you will always know it. You won't be one here and one there and someone said, well, wasn't the glory fell? You will always know when the glory falls. Can you say amen? Praise God. Let me give you a couple of rules to praying down the glory. The first one is this. 
You must be determined to pray until the glory falls. You must be determined. We're going to pray until the glory falls. Sometimes it don't fall in 15 minutes. Sometimes it don't fall in 30 minutes. Sometimes it doesn't fall in the first hour. Sometimes it doesn't fall in the first three or four hours. That'll weed a lot of people out. See, you have to be determined. See, you have to be determined in this prayer of praying down the glory. Let me say this now. The person you're praying the glory down on must be in agreement with you. They can't be fighting you. You're not just going to pray this down on somebody that don't want it down on them. God doesn't work where there's not unity. He does not work where there's not one accord. You're not just going to pray this down on somebody. I know one time a, 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 a fellow was coming to church here, him and his wife, and she decided she'd get in the spirit. And she won't, she started helping the spirit with other spirits. Whatever kind she wanted to help them with. Now she was honest about wanting more of the spirit, but she wanted her way. And she got to fooling with anything over here. And in, anyway, demons got involved with the thing. And uh, she wouldn't eat. She wouldn't do anything. She'd, she'd have fasted forever. She'd have never eat again. Wouldn't have bothered her a bit. How many of you know God don't want you doing that? Huh? Well, anyway, we proceeded to pray Pray the power of God down on her. Thirteen hours we prayed. See, your pastor ain't one to give up. When I start, I ain't going to quit. Now, I'm just telling you on the front. When I start something, I don't quit. I ain't no quitter in nothing I do. And if I think I'm right, and I thought I was right, and I know how to pray the glory down, but it was not coming down. And finally... It got through to me, it ain't coming down. And so I went outside and I said, Lord, you know, I know how to pray the glory down. You know that I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to. I was doing everything I'd ever done. But it was not coming down on her. He said it ain't coming down on her because she don't want it down on her. She wants to do her own thing. Now, you're not going to force something down on somebody. I said, Lord, that woman has three children and a husband to take care of. Now, I know that demons are involved. And I know that those spirits are controlling her mind. I know that without a shadow of a doubt. I know that, Lord. And I'm not being able to do any good. I've got to know what to do. I've, you ever been to the place you didn't know what to do? Well, I know somebody that knows what to do. I know someone, the Spirit of God will always tell you when you're honest. He said, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he'll teach you all things. He'll bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I've said unto you. So I went before the Lord. I don't know what to do. What am I to do? How am I going to help this family? 
We've got five or six people that know how to pray. We've prayed. We've prayed 13 hours and got zero done. Now, if he'd have said, go another 20 hours, I'd have been there another 20 hours. See, that's the kind of attitude you've got to have. But you know, he told me, he said, because that husband wants his house set free, go through your, the husband's authority and you can cast them devils out. <laughs> Never heard nothing like that. Never heard no teacher. Never heard anyone say something like that. See, I know she wanted to do, she wanted to fool with those familiar spirits. She wanted to. But we went through the authority in that home and set that woman free right now. I mean, right now, she said, free, bam, just like that. Praise be unto God. So they must want to be free for you to pray the glory down. What if you can't pray the glory down? Well, you'll have to go before God on that. That's what I did. And God said, go through his authority. Now, he may have another way uh, uh, for specific uh, 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 cases. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, the second thing that you need to know is simply this. Those that you're praying the glory down on must know how to receive it. They must know how to receive it. You say, well, how do you receive it? Well, by faith. You say, well, I don't understand. How would you receive by faith? By joining in with those that's doing the praying. Joining in with the praise, join in with the worship, join in with the supplication, the thanksgiving, praise be unto God. Our God inhabits the praises of his people and your faith can join in with them with thanks. Everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. So you join in by joining forces with those that's doing the praying. And you say amen. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. Now, in the Old Testament, when he talks about the glory, sometimes it says the cloud. It mentions shining. It mentions fire. It mentions God in demonstration. Vine says the glory just means the nature and acts of God in self-manifestation. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Remember this. This is not the prayer of faith. This is praying down the glory. You know, if you pray the prayer of faith one time, you don't pray it 40 times. In this, you liable to have to pray the glory down four, five, six times. Why? Because they don't know how to receive and you want to keep them alive till you can teach them something. Are you listening? Praise God. You want to pray? Sometimes you might have to pray it down four or five times, six, seven times. If they don't understand, if they have... See, if you can keep them alive, you can teach them something, they can take hold with you with this thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. You find 2 Chronicles, 5th chapter. Those that you're praying for, you need to be honest with them straight up front. You need to get them in a place that's teaching how to keep, keep their healing. 
and keep it when they receive it. All right? How do you get the glory to fall? Let's see how they, they got it to fall. 2 Chronicles 5, 11. Came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place. This is when they dedicated the temple. For all the priests were present, were sanctified, and did not then wait by course. 12 first, also the Levites, which were the singers, all them of Asaph, Heman, Jedathan, with their sons, their brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalteries and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, and when, and with them a hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets. And it came to pass, as the trumpeters and the singers were as one, to make one sound, a symphony, all playing the same tune, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord when they lifted up their voices with trumpets, cymbals, and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good and his mercy endureth forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How did it come? How come it came? Well, you know, they dedicated the temple and God just showed up. No, no, no. See, people that think the sovereignty of God, God will just do anything he wants to and God will just do it his way. No, no, no. If you think like that, people that think like that have never seen the glory of God. They've never seen the miraculous power of God. See, you've got, it's something you can do just like they done. It didn't just happen. They got to praising and they got to praying and they got to singing and they got in one accord with it. And the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. And as they begin to worship and praise God all in one accord, just like a symphony, blessed be God, God inhabits the praises of his people and the glory of the Lord fell and the priest couldn't even stand by reason of that cloud that came in. Praise ye the Lord. What caused it? Prayer. Praise. Thanksgiving. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praising and thanking the Lord. Singers were as one to make one sound. Singers were as one. Can you say amen? Praise God. See, a lot of people think, you know, the sovereignty of God, God will just do whatever he wants to, but that's not so. If that's so, bless God, he just get, have everybody get saved tomorrow. See? Next day, everybody get the Holy Ghost. Three days from now, the Lord would come back. See? But God don't get his way. God don't just force his way in on something. See? You set the atmosphere for God to come down. As they ministered unto the Lord, and fasted, the Holy Ghost said. That's the way. You set the atmosphere for the Spirit of God to come down. You set the very air is just charred with the very uh, praises of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One accord, one sound, one symphony, all playing the same thing. Not one over here you know, 
squealing and one over here a hollering and one over here. Bless God, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Yeah, yeah. And four, all in one accord. Now see, you may laugh. See, you may laugh, but I'm making a point there. And I mean what I'm saying. Because I know what it'll take to get the glory of God to fall. Now let me give you some real good advice. When you plan on praying the glory down, this come to that, you better keep it in a small group. And you better be sure everyone in that group knows what they're doing. You better be sure that everyone in that group is determined. How would you like to minister to somebody 10, 12, 13 hours? You say, will it take that long? I don't know. I don't know. I've heard of old-time Pentecost people, bless God, prayed all night and all day, two or three days and never left. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. That's people with grit. That's people with true grit, praise God. They could be even one-eyed. It wouldn't matter. Amen. Praise the Lord. One accord. Praising and singing. I mean, they wasn't, they wasn't, they was, he pointed singers unto the Lord. They were singing to the Lord. They wasn't singing congregational songs. Huh? See, half the songs we sing, or two-thirds of them, is for the congregation. See, we, we need to be praising God. That's when the glory falls. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So we build an atmosphere. As they ministered unto the Lord and waited, the Holy Ghost said, Psalms 23, 22.3 says, God inhabits the praises of His people. He lives there, dwells there. His presence come down. Turn over to 2 Chronicles, the 20th chapter. The 20th chapter. First verse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Came to pass after this also that the children of Moab, children of Ammon, and with them besides the Ammonites came, uh, that came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Now, here they come. Three nations are going to jump on, on the, the kingdom of Judah, and Jehoshaphat does not have an army that can meet them. You ever been to the place that you couldn't get your needs met? You couldn't pay your bills? You couldn't get your healing? You couldn't get something done, bless God. There is always an answer in the Word of God. There is always, we're never at loss for what to do. We're never where we don't know what are we going to do now. No, bless God. We don't ever wonder what God's going to do His mysteries to perform. Amen. Now they're having trouble here. Three kingdoms, they're fixing to come against them. Fourth verse, and Judah gathered themselves together and asked help of the Lord. That's about time they prayed. Even out of the city of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Twentieth verse. 
They got their answer. And so what was their answer? The Lord told them what to do, 20th verse. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophet, so shall you prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. And that should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went out before the army, see, they went out before the army. See, most folks want to go have a win the battle, bless God, and then we're going to praise God and we're going to testify about it all over the world. We're going to get on TBN if we can and tell what a great thing God did. No, that's backwards. God said send out the praisers first. A lot of times, do you know when our kids were small, when, when our kids were small, bless God, you, we, one of them gets sick or something, we'd lay hands on them and just start praising God. And nine out of eight times they'd get the healing before we ever prayed. We'd get to praising God and the Spirit of God would fall on them. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. All right, now listen to him what he said, 21st verse. He pointed singers unto the Lord that they should praise. They should praise. You know, there is leaders. You know who he picked out? Guess who he picked out to lead? Those that knew how to praise God. Are you listening to me? He picked, they picked out them that knew how to praise God. How do you know they knew what to do? Because you wouldn't pick someone that didn't even praise God. You wouldn't pick, you wouldn't pick someone that didn't know what they was doing. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, As they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. 22nd verse. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambush against the children of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, which had come against Judah, and they were smitten. They were set free. And their enemies were defeated. When? When they went to praise in God. They sent them out before the army. Not after the army. After the army's won the great victory, we've got all the spoils, we're going to get our tambourines, we're going to jump up and down and praise God, and we're going to shout. No, he sent them out first. You know, that might have scared somebody to start with. Look at them crazy folks. Sent, sent the choir out first. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord said ambushment. When did he set ambushment? When they went to singing and praising God. When did God show up and demonstrate himself? When they began to praise and they went to sing and they went to shout at one accord, for our God is good and his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. And God set ambushment against them and defeated their enemy. Why did he do it? Well, he's their God. No, because they acted on something. They began to sing and to praise Almighty God. 
They sent them out before the army. Not even equipped with anything. But the praise is on their lips. Praise God. Thanksgiving in their heart. Hallelujah. So, he pointed singers unto the Lord. One accord. One accord. See, you don't ever get involved in this kind of prayer and get someone involved with it that don't know what they're doing. So you need experience in this area. Are you listening to me? Say, how am I going to get experience in this area? You know anyone that does not, that needs a healing? You know someone that needs a healing? That don't know faith? Don't know some of these things? Yeah, you have somebody that knows what they're doing. Get some practice in it. Get some practice in it. Hallelujah. That ain't just ain't my job. I said, that ain't just my job. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say, say, well, Brother Son's hard to find someone. You know we have to work. Yeah, I know that. But get you enough of them where if you have to go and leave, you got enough there to carry on. Use your head. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know the story of Paul and Silas? They got thrown in jail wrongly. They was wrongly thrown in jail. You know there is a rightly thrown in jail, but they was wrongly thrown in jail. Huh? You know what they did? If it had been like most Christians, it had been bellyaching. You could hear Silas say, Paul, I'm through running with you. See, I done got to run with you, now I got a record down at the police station. They done fingerprinted me. Say, I ain't running with you no more. Say, that's the way most Christians said. Well, you know, you know, Mama told me about you. She said, you have to watch them fellas' ears set a little low like yours on the head. See, you have to watch you. <laughs> no, they didn't do all that. Their feet and hands in the stockade. Their backs are bleeding. They've been whooped. That's past tense for whip. <laughs> I was telling my boys one time, I used to watch a fella... Uh, when I was a kid, we got in for free on Saturday at the, at the Ritz Theater on our boys' club tag, you know. Boys' club tag cost a quarter back then. And uh, we'd get in free, and we'd go in there. And I'd tell them about this fellow, take this whoop, and his name was Whoop Wilson. Oh, Whoop Wilson. And they showed some old reruns on TV, and I heard them in there. Said, was that who Daddy was talking about? Whip Wilson. <laughs> Whip Wilson. Yeah, well, Whoop Wilson. Praise God. Hallelujah. So they're, they're in the stockade, and they do something. It said at midnight. At midnight. I mean, it's 12 o'clock. It's midnight. But something else. They're in the darkest dungeon, and they don't have any hope of getting out. Their hands and feet 
is in the stockade. Their backs are being ble uh, bleeding from a whooping. Past tense for a whipping. And it said, at midnight, said they prayed and sang praises unto Almighty God. You know what it said? It said, and the prisoners heard them. Heard them what? Praying. Yeah. Heard them singing. Praying and praising and singing praises unto Almighty God. And the prisoners heard them. Say, what was they doing? They got to praying and praising God until the glory fell and they were set free and delivered. Hallelujah. And the jailer, he being, he, he knew they'd kill him. So he sprang in with a light and said, my stars, he was going to kill himself. And Paul said, do thyself no harm. Do thyself no harm. He sprang in and he said, Sirs, what must I be, do to be saved? He said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved in your whole household. Praise God. Hallelujah. God didn't just show up. God didn't just deliver him because he was going to write half the New Testament. Huh? He showed up because they began to praise and to give thanksgiving, praise God, unto Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah friend of mine I used to run with years ago. He was a full, he wasn't an alcoholic. He was what we call a wino. He couldn't afford nothing, you know, reasonable. And he drank, you know, he'd, he'd always say, oh, I ain't no wino. I'll drink anything. And he would, shoe polish, uh, anything he, he could think of, he'd drink it, you know. Lemon extract. Oh, I'll tell you what. That'll put you where you want to get pretty quick. <laughs> well, blessed be God. Hallelujah. He got off down at my house. I don't know how. Yeah, he called a cab. Called a cab. I live out in the country. He called a cab and rode a cab down there, and he had enough fare to get down there, and they let him out down there, and he had two Miller sodas. And so he's down there at my house. I didn't even know he was down there for, you know, two or three hours. And I heard something out in the backyard and went out there and there's him. And he done got through with his other Miller soda. Well, he, was, he wasn't three sheets in the wind. He'd been drunk for about two weeks. Hadn't eaten anything. Had not bathed. That's past tense for bathe. He hadn't done anything. He hadn't done. <laughs> oh, and he was ripe. Now, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, he was ready. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 I got, you know, I usually get that glade. You know, that works pretty good for a while. But it wears off. So we got him in the living room. Me and my wife, a fellow named Rodney McLean. Who else? I don't know who else. Well, There's three or four of us. And we prayed that sucker sober. We prayed him sober. Now, you ain't going to do nothing with a drunk. Now, you may think you are, but you ain't. You ain't going to get through that wine head. You might think you are, but you're not. I know before I got saved, I used to call a preacher all the time, and he'd come over at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I'd tell him I'm ready to get saved. Well, I'd be drinking, and he'd get over there at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and I, I said, well, what do you do? He said, well, get on your knees. And he'd get on his knees, and I'd get on my knees. 
And he'd say, say this. And I said, no, I ain't going to say nothing. And he'd be mad. Oh, and he said, don't you call me no more. And next time I thought of him, I'd call him again. He'd be there, you know. <laughs> but we prayed this guy clean sober. And the glory of God fell. And he got saved. And the power of God just knocked him flat on the floor and talking in tongues, praise God. Hallelujah. 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 It's a greater one. Greater that can come down in one of these situations. But we could have prayed. Well, we're just going to pray in faith. Wouldn't work. How many of you know that wouldn't have worked? Not a lick. Well, faith works. Yeah, for you. And those under your authority, he wasn't under mine. If he was, I'd have killed him. <laughs> Another time we was praying, they wanted to pray the new year in. We was down at the house, a bunch of them down there, and we was praying the new year in, praying the new year in. And an old, old boy drove up out front. And he'd done been to the wine shop. He'd walking like a single foot in Mary, you know. He was stepping good, you know. And he, uh, he came in. I said, boy, how'd you know where I lived? He said, I didn't know where you lived. What are you doing down here? I said, I don't know. So where was you going? He said, I had a pistol laying on my front seat. He said, I was going to go down that little dirt road somewhere right along here and shoot myself. I said, come on in. Drunk, drunk, drunk. Stomp, stomp, stomp. <laughs> you know, a fella ain't around that stuff much. It smells bad. <laughs> we began to pray over him. And we prayed that guy sober. And we prayed him the glory of God. And he, he got saved right there, on, right there on New Year's. Praise be unto God. Why? Because we prayed something down on. You can't, you can't get nothing done in a drunk. Now, you may think you can. Now, I ain't talking about someone just had a drink. I'm talking about a fellow drunk. You're not going to get some things done. But I tell you what, when a greater one comes down, hallelujah, the lesser's got to be expelled. Can you say amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, I could lay hands on him. I'm going to pray the prayer of faith. I believe you delivered. He just sat right there drunk and, you know, wall-eyed. But we prayed the Spirit of God down on him. Do you see what I'm saying? Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Isaiah, the 40th chapter, 28 through the 31st verse, said, He that waits on the Lord shall renew his strength. Praise God. Waiting on the Lord means to minister to, to praise, to sing, to magnify, give thanksgiving. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. So, praying down the glory. How do you do it? You minister unto the Lord. You praise. You sing. You give thanksgiving. You pray in other tongues. You give God the glory. You do a lot of thank. Father, I thank you and I praise you. You magnify the Lord. You know how to magnify the Lord? Put a magnifying glass on him. He ain't no bigger, but he gets bigger to you. 
the blessed God, and hallelujah. You are the God that made the heavens and the earth and the seas and all that in them is. By the sound of your voice, you spoke the worlds into existence. You're the mighty God that made all the things in this earth. You own the cattle on a thousand hills. The earth and the fullness belong to the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, by your creation, I stand here, Lord, magnifying him, giving glory to him. Father, I give you glory. I give you praise. I give you honor. And as you begin to praise and sing in one accord, not one over here squealing and over here, another doing something else, another over here hollering. Hallelujah. Another running into the wall. Amen. Amen. This is a desperate prayer. What if we hadn't prayed the glory down on that boy's fix to shoot himself? Huh? Hallelujah. Wasn't long after that he died in the hospital. Praise God. What if we hadn't reached down and prayed the glory? See, it's something to lay down your life for somebody else. This is laying everything you got aside and entering into this. Praise God. Jesus said no greater love has, has a man than he'll lay down his life for his brother. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. So, prayer, praise, thanksgiving, magnifying the Lord, rejoicing, rejoicing, giving thanks. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Praying down the glory will always, 100% of the time, when it comes down, it'll bring a miracle. It always brings a miracle. But only your faith will keep it. And so you pray it down. You keep teaching them. Keep teaching them on this end. You know, you can't teach somebody something when he's hurting. You need to think you're going to teach somebody something and their body's racked with pain. What are you going to do? You got to pray this stuff down. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. You know, I've thought about, you know, just having a team here at the church that could play the glory down. But I ain't going to do that because of this. It's every one of us's job. It ain't just a handful that's going to lay down their life. You know, everybody in this church has got duties to do at home. Jobs. Grandchildren to keep. Children to raise clothes to work on. Amen? Hallelujah. So this whole thing is a body of Christ and we need, you know, like I've always told people, you need you an agreeing partner. You also need you a group that can pray the glory down too. That you have great confidence in. That they won't quit when they get tired. When the going gets rough. Amen. Hallelujah. Praying the glory down will bring the miracle. But faith will keep it. Praise God. Stand up on your feet. Y'all get anything out of these? Hallelujah. 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 Praise ye the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I hope I don't ever have to use that prayer again. I'll be honest with you. I hope I don't never. Amen. It's the closest thing to work I've seen in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God.